we are live we are live yeah carpets and coffee it's yep. back yep. yep and we're missing and, missing two people yeah we're missing but... we're missing the the wise ones as they'll say the we're missing uh, the energetic one and um lucas yeah so. the one who has everything organized cataloged and documented and everything yeah, ready we're missing to go that'll actually coordinate this ship and like drive it straight as opposed to us who just yeah anyway yeah hi this everyone is, this <laughs> is the this is the gemini doppelganger episode you're all in trouble <laughs> <laughs> i mean it is getting close to our birthday so yeah why not yeah we're um, just gonna burn down the city right now but it is friday so it's carpets and coffee hello everyone uh we'll be talking a couple things stuff like that we're drinking because it's friday and i have my grog it's, it's so well today's actually well, i guess it is friday it is huh? friday it is friday there's no way it's, it cannot be friday it's my sunday so i don't know what day it is does your work schedule does not affect the day of the week okay true so all right true <laughs> but we have some stuff to talk about eric did he said he was going to provide us with some kind of list i don't know if he did that or not or if it's just kind of whatever we're going to calvin ball it here so there are no rules so toss mm -hmm. out questions if you have them or mm -hmm. uh and we'll kind of just shift some topics and see how it rides first of all do we want to say what we're drinking because that's apparently what eric does on this show i, I don't yeah know. yeah i'm so <laughs> every anyone who listens to this show knows mm -hmm. that like eric is the one who's like really diligent with like he has a new coffee he's trying out new stuff and i was trying to be like that and i mm -hmm. ordered some some good stuff and it still has not showed up the company is like oh back order oh back right, order oh right. we got too many orders and i'm like right can I just have my coffee? I just want something, please. And I don't go to the store very often, so I'm like, uh, I just, I just keep, you know, putting it off. So I have yet to go get a new, uh, a new bean, so to speak. But I need to because the, uh, the stuff that I that I have is running low. But in place of coffee, I've been trying to watch my carbs and calories and so i'm drinking michelob ultra <laughs> carbs and calories it's almost like someone wants you to lose weight for some kind of event that you have in september yeah mm. yeah i should probably drop down a, a waist size or two before the wedding you know <laughs> I, I i understand and feel your plight um it is one that i'm getting uh discussed with as well so there you go i just but i keep finding excuses to have a beer it's not hard. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not hard at all. Yeah, but um, yeah. I would say wait, that's what you're drinking. I'm doing the um, twisted tea half and half again. Nice. But I like to drink it out of a fancy cup. Ah, yeah. Probably makes it taste a little bit better. Not really, but <laughs> no. it's only because it's a half. <laughs> Listen, twisted tea sucks, but the half and half stuff actually makes it sweet enough to be like, oh, this is pretty good. So, yeah. Did you ever see the video of the guy at the gas station who takes the twisted tea? And hits the racist dude, calling him the N-word in the face with that huge I, can and just I blows it across not. his head. Oh, after this, you need to go watch it. It's it's perfect. It's it like Twisted T missed it, or they missed the uh, the opportunity to to market that. As I know, right? Explosively good tea. It blows your face off. You know, mm -hmm. something like that. But um, yeah, no, that, that anytime I hear Twisted T, I think of that. Uh, that video is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh... I guess we'll start with questions. Um, or, yeah, I guess we'll start with, um, 
I guess we'll start with the carpet thing. I guess like what was that one yeah. that Eric sent you? Let's check that yeah. out. So the first, yeah. So we'll jump into a carpet that we have seen. Eric saw this, I believe, in a Facebook group for the Brisbane area, and it's a it's it's a wild carpet that's wedged itself in there. But mm-hmm. it's it's a caramel sort of looking that that thing's insane, man. That's a like we see a lot of different variation in, in Brisbane's, but that thing is just wicked. That's that's a beautiful snake. It is. It is. It definitely is. Yeah, that thing is pretty nice. And then we can show the next one. I don't. Did we didn't it, see it. I don't think it popped up. Oh, did it not? No, it did not pop up. Oh, it's not sharing. What the heck? I've got yeah. the. Mm. All right, hold on. Let me try this again while that dang thermostat is yelling at me. Let's... Uh, I did what I always do, and then. Oh, now it's popping up. Okay. We're going to ignore that. Ignore okay. that. There it is. There it is. Boom. Okay. Yeah. So for everyone watching, you can see what we're talking about. It's it's an insane Brisbane. Um, nice black inky markings or uh, borders around the, like the markings. IJ. I mean, like, or I'm sorry, not an IJ. I want to say like uh, Jag, Sib, Red kind of thing. It's you know. beautiful is what it is. I mean, that, that's that got some serious color fire. Like, just mm, beautiful right there. Oh, God. All right, well. And then... That was next one. Yep, this is, this is Owens. Yep, that would be... Uh, Eric Kohler just hatched out a gorgeous blue exanthic animal. Like, oh, my God, that thing is gorgeous. And apparently just the sire had a blue head and it kind of went crazy like that. So one generation can kind of go nuts. Yeah. Um, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's your favorite. Okay. That's, so that's a, a really nice one. It's going to be cool. So we do have now a, okay, uh, let's close the sharing. Here, you want to figure out which thermostat I need to explode. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna rip that up, rip that out of the wall, man. I'm just gonna unplug um, it. <laughs> yeah, just, just whatever. Um, we do have the first question. Uh, what is your favorite locality of coastal? <clears throat> Why you make me pick just one? Um, I would say mine, and this is just because I have um uh just because I have those right now, having just hatched them in my incubator and it's the only locality coastal I have uh, would be Brisbane, but um, that could very easily be replaced by um, uh, very easily be replaced by uh, Yakapuri Depot. If that stuff starts churning out. Um, well, so, so very cool. So are we, we're talking your favorite localities. It does say, what is your favorite locality of coastal? And so, oh, of coastals. Okay. Specifically coastals. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm I'm assuming, or can we safely assume everybody knows what what you mean by Yakupur Depot? 
Everybody should know what I mean by Jakob Borodipo. If they don't, that means they're not true believers. Therefore, they will never get one. <laughs> Look at that, folks. It'll all he's, be mine. He's driving the market value up God every right word. Now it's mysterious. <laughs> so it. for, for those who want to know what it is, <laughs> go back and listen to the it's the the herp history episode mm-hmm. on the russian red tigers correct yes yep yeah okay so go listen also, to that the, i won't give it all away this week's npr is going to be mike Curtin, mm. um and he was the founder not the founder he's the one who originally bred the yakapuri depots the russian red tigers and stuff like that so we do talk about that as well so yeah yeah those are pretty sweet. I um so I've seen those guys in person. I've seen the HCQ stuff in person. I mean, did you just you just came over my house? Like what? I mean, I don't understand. No HCQ no. stuff. Yeah, a Russian tiger. I saw know. one HCQ that made its way back to you at Carpet Fest that year. Oh yeah, that that one boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that bigger one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually produced that guy. Um. And then I've seen some Brisbans in person. I've seen, seen Brisbans in person. I've seen Cape Brisbane York's action. in person. Yeah, see, but I've never owned any locality coastals. Um, that, I don't know. That Rockhamptons. Rockhampton. Rockhampton. Yeah. Yeah. Rockies are beautiful. Dude, I, I mean, I, like, um, was Travis got a clutch of Rockhamptons? They're gorgeous yeah, animals. Yeah. If I had this, the problem is that if I had the space, we're talking unlimited space. Of course, I would have every locality of coastal represented mm-hmm. because I want, I want to play with those. The issue is, is that when it comes down to it, is like, do I want to sacrifice twelve cages for every lo- to get a pair of locality for each one? Yeah. And that's. That's where it's it, a kinda, lot. it kind of goes away. Um, it's a lot. It's a tall order. It is, but I see people really like locality. So if that's your thing, man, do it. Heck of course, yeah. I'm sitting here and I have my Brisbane male, who is a gorgeous red male. And the babies he produced, like one of the um, the, the girl out of this clutch, because it was such a small clutch, also lost a couple eggs. She's got a ton of stripes on her. So she's really, really pretty. And... I just keep thinking about what am I going to do with the boy because I don't want to breed my female this coming year because she's so small. I want her to put on some size and grow a little bit. So what would you cross a Brisbane male to? Probably a tiger. That's what I'm thinking. Probably throw throw him to a female tiger. All right. So now you have tiger options. Let's Mm -hmm. go down that road. We have the tiger options as first. We have a Ted Thompson original line tiger girl proven mm. female mm-hmm. then we have a caramel tiger female mm. then we have a coastal who is of tiger blood not a tiger herself but has thrown some of the best tigers i've ever produced mm-hmm. and she's a big girl mm. see for me if i really wanted to to make sure i got good stripes i would use that that ted thompson tiger but I do think it would be cool to see what that tiger-blooded, non-striped animal would produce. So I think he's going to end up going to the tiger-blooded, non-striped because, and I'll tell you why, I have several tiger males that are Mm. much better striped than him mm, <laughs> so, okay so yeah if you if you got other female, projects yeah, yeah. the tie i i don't have a plethora of tigers at the at this moment so yeah. he loses 
Like, Fair. so he loses out on her. Um, that being said, I'm trying to build up the army here, and I just hatched a, my clutch of Carmel Head Exanic to Carmel Head Exanic. Mm. And first off, everything's a super Carmel out of the clutch, straight up. I already know. But then there's like Damn. one really kind of funky looking one that doesn't really have as much red, has got more gray, has got more silver. And I'm like, all right, so they're all going to hang out here until I figure out what's yeah. going on. So <laughs> if I have a small army of super caramels, I'll deal. So, yeah. Yep. That sounds like a tricky one to figure out. The head to head stuff with caramel thrown on there seems. That, that, that's, and that messes with it because I, I, I hatched them and I had my curtain come over because um, our joint project hatched. Mm-hmm. So we split up mm-hmm. the babies. So as we're splitting up the babies, um, of course, I'm like, can I get your eyes, your opinion? And I know he's not worked with Exanic Coastal, but he knows enough to do the to play the game of one of these things is not like the other ones. Yeah, yeah. process um, of elimination. He's exactly. got the years under his belt to see exactly. what he knows. And Mike and I both picked out the same female that's not correct. So we'll see what that one develops into. Interesting. It might just be a really, really good looking super caramel, but either way, it's the it's the one that sticks out. Hmm. And dude, how do their eyes look? How does the does the caramel influence the, the caramel eye? Caramel influences all? the eyes. I've always had trouble. I had one baby hatch out that had bright white eyes, and then as it got older, it, the eyes dulled out. Like they they became like this kind of like dullish red kind of thing. So the caramel affects the eye color. Yeah. I would I would think that that would make it difficult to discern visuals from hats and posets, especially if you're it's doing a head to head pair. It's hard as shit. So, I, 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 dude, I'm with a lot of the stuff right now. We're doing the whole it's being held back until it sheds a couple times. Yeah. Then I'll figure it out, and then you can sell it. Yeah. And unfortunately for you, my friend, no. We only had four zebras. <laughs> One male. I'm sorry, two two males, two females. Oh, okay. So Mike got a pair. Yeah, I got a pair. Makes sense. I don't know if I, I do. I, we're gonna have to talk <laughs> later. You're, you're gonna have to pull that. You're gonna have to pry that zebra away from me, man. It's, but each one of these baby jungles. Oh, is gonna be freaking stellar. Oh, I bet. It's my mojo reptiles female and Mike's. Um, that wild animal zebra. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, his those wildlife zebras he produced last year. I was like, dear Lord, hey, I need something from that. Yeah. And, and it was one going, of those things where it's like, I, I've already blown my wad. I can't yeah, do this yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. And he and I are going f- back and forth on the babies because the way it, the way I always work out clutches when we do joint pairings is I sex everybody and then we try to split males and females equally. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's going to be some overlap. Like we had a set of twins and they both turned out to be females. Okay. So technically Mike got one more uh I got one more male than Mike did, but okay. he got one more female than I did. Fair. So it works out. Yep, yeah, and he's picking like his one female that he picked has like circles and dots going down her side. Like oh uh, yeah, he loves so like, that okay. look. All right, yeah. okay. He goes, you know what this sense. is going to? I'm like, yes, I do. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Ocelot man himself. Yeah. So they're going to uh, be stellar. Stellar. That's babies. cool, man. Yeah. I was, uh, 
speaking of, of baby jungles, I was actually just uh, filming for a video this week because my next clutches of eggs are taking the time on hatching. So I was like, well, in the meantime, we'll take a break from that and uh, we'll just film some holdbacks. It's the way I've got things set up. It's like this one rack over here just kind of seems to be my hold mm -hmm. rack or holdback rack other than like one um, caramel citrus tiger that is technically still available. But I was like, God damn, I have... 16 babies in here what the hell did i keep and then i realized i it's it's like only a couple that i produced yep. <laughs> the rest is like uh two boa cabana animals a nova mm -hmm. a couple brettles that jungle from you uh an mia line jungle that 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 uh, just like god damn it. that baby boy i reg i regret sending that thing <laughs> to you so oh, bad. man he's right so now, switched need, on right now i need a, a i need a good um pure jungle male right now because my um delia scattershot female took the year off okay and i'm like i need a boy because the boy, one boy huh? i have is a um he's an unknown he's the 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 male stripe i keep using for the ocelot jack mm, which is awesome mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. she's already yeah across, that's a great project so, that's a great yeah, project who, for that yeah yeah she's already across who gives a fuck and they throw out really cool looking jags but crossing her with a pure female with lineage from Delia Scattershot, it's like I, I have a I have a stutter step there. Yeah. And the only other male I could possibly use is my red zebra jack, which does nothing to help her because mm -hmm. he's a red zebra jack. He's mm -hmm. not a normal zebra jack. He's a red zebra jack. So he's got like a double dose of coastal. Mm -hmm. Shoot, man! I wish I would have known you'd have needed that. I would have kept that other uh, striped jungle mail. Well, that I now produced. you know, and we're going into the summer. This is—I'm giving you permission to work your little magic. Oh, see what I can figure out. Just for tomorrow, you. Uh, tomorrow, dude, I'm picking up a uh, my adult female Maclots python arrives. Ooh, nice! There you I go. Will, I will conquer the Maclots. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it kills you. Even if it kills me, I will get Maclots eggs. God oh, damn it. I, uh, man, Maclots. I was so excited to get those, and, and that wore off after about a week. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to experience somebody's adults, and then I'll reconsider if you I should need revisit to them one day. A nice adult. I need, I need to experience a nice, period, Maclot. Right. Like, well, mine, Glitch is awesome. Glitch has been yeah. fantastic. Glitch goes everywhere. Because let's let's be real, that, that that freckling look, that chrome right charcoal right. freckling look right. is beautiful. Listen, yeah. I, I'm on a snake buying ban until after the wedding, but Good I told you. I told Melissa, I'm like, I found a potential mate for glitch, and she's like, buy it, buy it, buy it now. Oh wow! So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, I uh, I I've personally been holding off on bringing new animals in, other than like what I've already made arrangements for mm -hmm. last year, and and we're kind of whittling down to like, okay, that's it, nothing's coming in, I mean, and then I, I was that, like, and quarantine's full. Over yeah, 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, hmm, I think I'm done, and then I was like, but what's next for the Exanic Tiger project? And I yeah. was like, yeah. hey Nick, I need something, and, and so then I was like, shoot, okay, this is a significant animal fiance might not really like you talking about the hypo tiger yeah so i was like i'm just gonna like keep track on the board over here and i just put like a little number there and like the next day she comes in she's like what's that any little thing that changes <laughs> like, like, any, any little, and also your reaction of i don't know like it doesn't work <laughs> i was i was so caught off guard she's like what's that i was like i 
deer in headlights. Uh, it's, a, it's a fucking... That number's a, always a, been there. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's a note for me for work for later. She's like, Bullshit. Did you buy a $2,000 snake? I was like, yeah. Damn, you're good. <laughs> Damn, you're good. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the first lob up guess. She's like, Pow! home run. Well, yeah, like, because it's an easy softball pitch. Did you just, buy a $2,000 snake? No. No. What would make you think such things? Because you've bought them before. Shit. <laughs> you wrote it on the board. You, you wrote it on the board. Damn it. <laughs> You're not supposed to read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, but no, I, I've been wanting to get Max for a while, and I've had uh, just one tragedy after another from my original adult female yeah. dying egg bound, which sucked. And then I had two females that turned out to be males, which sucked. And then I had one female die of cancer. Yeah, um, you've just been put through the ringer with that. Oh, yeah. And then I have one girl that I'm growing up from Nick. And she's a potential partho baby, so she has just been a nightmare to get growing. And um, Nick's like, they don't partho babies don't breed, and I'm like, we'll give it a goddamn shot anyway. So yeah, why not? um, At this point, I will breed Max if it kills me. Of course, I'm doing this, and of course, water pythons aren't doing shit either. So it's like they're next on your list, but they just have the I I still have that pair. Like yeah, uh, yeah. And I just moved my female into a new cage where she can't really see me too well. So she's started to calm down and really enjoy her space. And I'm nice. starting to throw a lot of food at the male to try to get him bigger. So that maybe he can actually like not run a high, run and hide like a mm, little bitch. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. See, uh, for, for me right now, I feel like I'm enjoying learning and, and hearing about all these cool species mm-hmm. living vicariously through others, even if it's stuff that I have had or or not want and, or, yep. or mm-hmm. want or have no intention of wanting i think you and i can both speak for for one another and probably a lot of our listeners and those in the community that we we truly do love all these snake species but yeah. we know what our flavor is or we know what our space limitations are so we prioritize yeah. accordingly and and dabble where we can and make mistakes what you know here and there and then you know pull back in but man if i swear lottery and space and oh yeah that were not an issue (laughs) eric's goal of of having a pair of every single pythons would absolutely come into my focus like if if i owned a warehouse and Mm -hmm. somehow i hit the lottery i'd be like Mm -hmm. hey eric um can you track down all those animals you sold uh would i own sabus in the future Oh man. Okay, so for me, that's like a smaller Maclots with an even worse vice deer reputation. Piss off attitude, yeah. So yeah. like, the smaller part makes up for the increase in attitude. So for me, again, it would be like if I had the luxury and and resources to be like, okay, I've got time and resources to add more projects. Let's look at Liasis, and that would mm-hmm. be something that I would I would dip into because the entire Liasis genus is attractive to me, but um. Mm-hmm. It's just it's tough to to add more projects at this point. You know? They are the only liasis I do not have. Yeah, which is interesting because they're well, because size wise the I most manageable. Had, I have had Savus before. Okay. I've had okay. I've had two pairs of Savus. And through misfortune and other things, both ended up dying on me. And it's shit just, happens. It really sucks. Well, the one was a normal one was an adult female. The adult male that I got, I got him from somebody who kept him in a uh, a glass 
aquarium with a metal lid. So he literally had one nostril because the other one oh, he just geez. grated off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was weird to begin with. Um, yeah. And I think I actually ended up selling him. So I don't think he died. It's when the female died. I got so fed up with the entire project. You know, I called it, which, yeah, like yeah. I said, I, I think somebody asked this one point at NPR, what do you do when, the, when an animal dies in a project? Mm -hmm. My first thing was don't overreact and sell it immediately. Take some time to kind of recoup. Yes. Because I've been there. I've done that. And now I'm like, damn, I wish I had Savus. Like, and that's. Yeah. I, so, I, uh, I did that with, uh, with Condros. Yeah. That, yeah. that I, and it was partly because of a discussion I had with my mom. I was kind of explaining how like the reptile breeding works and how value is determined in animals mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and how people pick new projects and add them on as like a side thing to their focus, but they have their sort of like their main lane. And I was kind of explaining to her that how that works. And she's starting to think of it from a business and investment standpoint. She's like, well, then you need to make sure that for these side projects, that if you're rolling the dice and them working, you, you need to make sure you have a line in the sand where you throw in the towel. Like if you hit this point, it's a loss. Just yeah. move on. And so well, that never left me. And mm -hmm. and I had a beautiful signal hurt mail. I I grabbed a uh uh it was a Jayapura Neo uh imported, and then I bought a designer female that was like two years old so it was like okay i've got a pair and then a little baby i'm raising up and i i spent the most at that time that i've ever spent on one animal on that female chondro mm -hmm. and a year and a half later she rolled on me because of tumors and all this other you yeah. know issue and because of that conversation with you know make sure you draw your line in the sand i was like that is fifteen hundred dollars that at the time i was like I'm a broke ass zookeeper. Yeah. I cannot recoup this without selling these two others. And I so I ended up uh trading and selling both of them off and and incidentally getting the mail that sired my Carmel albino citrus tigers um, yep. out of that. So does that mean I am done with chondros? Probably not, but for right now I have no interest in adding more projects, so that's gonna keep me away from that. But yep. That's that's just kind of how that decision was made. It's it's a similar thing. You get into a position where you're like, <laughs> I either shell out a lot more money right now and do something that I wish I didn't have to do, or I just call it. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll make your money back regardless of what happens. It just it's is it going to take longer? Is it going to be right. more clutches before you have to do it? So right, are you doubling down and continuing going? Because like, dude, after a certain point, that that you know what you've paid and what you're going to get out it's a big mountain um uh -huh. and that really depends on what you do so and i think if i were to if i were where i'm at now and know what i know now back then mm. maybe my course of action would have been different maybe i would have been like okay maybe i will reinvest you know but at that time i was like maybe i'm not capable maybe sometimes you gotta bail on a project know. Just the recouping yeah. for your own damn sanity. And I mean, that was like nine later. years ago, too. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a while yeah. ago. All right. We got this question here that I kind of liked. Okay. Um, generally produce offspring. You tend to get babies from 50% of them, 25, 75. 
that's a good question for me i will throw jello at the wall and try to pair everything that's available to me that Mm -hmm. isn't a project that i like because i know for a fact i am not getting a lot of babies out of stuff so a lot of my things do a lot of my python projects are some of the harder python projects team wars white lips olives things like that where the stuff you try every year right every year and it's gonna and i don't expect it to breed because it's a hail mary and i'm trying something different and it's a harder thing to breed but i would say out of the stuff that i expect to breed like mm-hmm. carpet pythons mm-hmm. i generally get about 75 percent because there's always the ones that just swell up kind of slim down don't produce or don't breed or something's not exactly right um i'll put take Case in point, um, out of all the carpets that I paired this year, I have three females that did not lay eggs. Uh, My head exanic female, my tiger head exanic female, and my super caramel jag female. Everything else I paired is either laid eggs or is going to lay eggs very soon. Nice. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Uh, The colubrid stuff. I, I would say it shut up. I would say it is the same <laughs> shut up. I would 100%. Say the, shut up. <laughs> I would say it's the same thing because if you look at it, Krebos didn't lay. Blue Beauties didn't lay. Yeah. Speckled Mad Hogs didn't lay. Mm. That's it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a lot. That's a lot. So there if lot anybody needs colubrids, hit up Owen. a lot of bins on the cages, dude. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Um, so, oh, that's yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I would say I get at least 50%. I think last year, or this past season, I paired one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I got five out of eight, I think, hmm. for for carpets. Right. So that that yeah, I usually get between fifty and seventy five percent. And I again, like you said, a the, good season. You're never gonna get a hundred. That's that you know. And I always find myself as I'm like able to tell like who's going and who's not. I'm always like, man, I wish I would have gotten more. But then once everything hatches, I'm like, this is plenty. <laughs> it's, I don't want to count. I can't I can't count right now. I don't want to yeah. count the eggs versus babies ratio mm-hmm. because we still have two pythons that are potentially going and I have another clutch of corn snakes coming. Yeah. Well, and then too, there's the other factor. You know, I got what like 75 eggs or something three. like I that. Got three pythons going. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So you'll uh, get you'll get eggs that don't make it. Yeah, too. that is true. So yeah. I you know, 75 Plus, eggs went in the incubator, and I'd say maybe well, also, well, eggs are part of it. Eggs is step one. Hatchlings are step two. Because you yeah. might get the hatchlings, but only three or four of them are going to, like, a few might drop off because they may never get feeding or something yeah. else happens. I, I ate a baby drowning its egg this year. I so, had two of those this year. Just because you get the eggs doesn't mean that's where you're going. But yeah. to be considered, I think, a successful season, you need to have at least 50% of the animals that you pair breed. And you know what? Having a slower season or small season, there's nothing fucking wrong with that Mm-mm. because sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes those are cool. Sometimes you can kind of rejuvenate a little bit or focus. Oh, yeah. or maybe you get one or two animals that you've been trying to breed. I-, I know plenty of people who only produce one or two clutches a year, but the animals that are breeding for them 
are stellar because yeah. then you never have to worry about holdbacks not leaving and stuff like that. They're just always, right. it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, you don't want to be in a position where you produce so much. You have to get rid of shit that you know right. you should keep. Right. Yeah. So, so it kind of works itself out in that way. I've found like, as much as we want things to go on the timeline, we really wish they would. Sometimes they don't. And sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. So, and sometimes something hits you over the head out of left field, like blonde hog nose. Yeah. <laughs> like, and you're like, what? Where did this? God damn it. Damn I, it. I don't like <laughs> crap. I achieved something. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> oh, yeah. God, no. So uh, yeah. what is a good side hustle species for the main project? Uh, that's not mm. something that you can just answer cut and dry. Yes, it, it is. It's immediately easily answered. Cord snakes. You're damn right. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but, but realistically, the, the, the reason I said corn snakes is all joking aside. Um, for me, when I think of something that's a side hustle, it's either a passion project that I've been burning for forever. And like, I don't care how much work it takes. It's, it's in the crosshair somewhere, but mm -hmm. if I'm literally looking like, okay, I want to add something more, I'm going to go the opposite end of the spectrum. And I want something that's like low stress, fun, you know, whatever, something that's not crazy, like mm -hmm. groundbreaking. Mm -hmm. I don't want to stress out about it. I want something that's going to, gonna give me the feedback that i'm looking for and having a little bit of fun and 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 having it you know produce mm -hmm. uh, you know let's be real as much as we want to just have pets and, and fun stuff when we're talking about a limited amount of space it kind of has to make sense in some regard as far as our financials are concerned because they do cost money to feed and maintain so yeah you know if you're gonna bring on a little side project think about it you know even something as simple as crested geckos, it might be completely different, but like if you have a pair and that female produces two eggs every 45 days or whatever it is, and you drop eight babies a year that they pay for themselves and mm -hmm. pay for some other stuff. I mean, you know, kind of that mentality, stuff that's easy, fun, low key, makes it interesting and fun for you. That's why it isn't just for me, a simple cut and dry answer because everybody has their own personality yeah. twist to what that is. And it's also what you're willing to put up with. Cause I would say like, yep. a per like a perfect pair of something that's easy to keep easy to breed and is something that people will go for is like rhino rats, but mm, mm -hmm. you're going to pull your hair out with babies. So yeah, the, the potentially tricky pull part your hair out with babies. Then you have to also potentially set up minnows. Like how far do you want to go with this? Are you looking for something that is just going to be easily plugged into what you got going on because mm -hmm. then i say find something that's very off to the side like if you're just looking for a colubrid species that you can breed every year mm -hmm. make yourself feel good because you got eggs plus be desirable a pair of high white cow kings can't go wrong can't go wrong with that a pair of broad stripe cow kings mexican awesome. black kings variable black kings something california yeah. king snake related or colubrid related that you don't have to worry about getting a million different pairs, but you get one pair of animals that yeah. if they bred together will give you very, very good looking babies that you could sell very easily. And if you don't feel like dealing with them, you can wholesale. Them. Like it's one of those things where yeah, that's kind of something you can work on. And also that again, I was talking about this on uh call your bread, call your broid. They're like, we need a bunch of projects that um, 
<laughs> that we'll breed every year to give ourselves like a yes we're good at this kind of thing like yeah, you need a little pat on the back right you need the corn snakes the king snakes you need the rat snakes and stuff like that you can breed without having to worry about too much and then so then when your when your timors don't lay or your olives don't lay you don't feel that horrible yeah so um, not to not to say that carpets are mindlessly easy or anything but if we're talking about people who don't work with carpets and are yeah, here because I mean, they're curious a pair of carpets if that's not your bread and butter is a fantastic side project there are i would say a lot of people just get a pair of jungles like people who work with other python species whatever like it is these things are freaking bulletproof yeah. man so i got people that, that come in and they'll see that we have like these one or two brettles in the shop and they're like what are these because I'll, mm. I'll i'll have them labeled as centralian pythons because uh, people aren't going to be able to pronounce brettles even though it's half half the lettering but yeah they <laughs> see that and they're like what is it and i'm like oh let me tell you and i go and i disappear from work for like 20 minutes i go into morelia mode um and i'm like showing them photos of my adults i'm like you gotta mm -hmm. check these things out these are the best and this and that and um i've sold a few just based on the fact that they are bulletproof they're fun they're hardy they're yeah i mean uh, for lack of a better sensitive way to put it for more forgiving of keeper error and i think within reason you could argue that the entire complex of of carpet pythons is like that i, I would agree and also i would say that every single normal male bread lie that i've ever produced has gone to somebody who just wants it as a pet like very perfect. rarely does somebody buy a normal male bread lie perfect for breeding purposes because yeah i mean if you're if you're really into it you you get um you get the morph stuff if you're really into breeding you get the morph stuff and your morph is always the boy so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i've sold plenty of normal females that have gone for breeders but almost all of my normal males go as pets that's good to know so it's it's I, I, again you can whatever best suits your thing and you might have to do a little digging and stuff like that but there's nothing wrong with grabbing a couple colubrids and and seeing what breeds there's nothing wrong with finding a, a python species my problem is is that i grab other people's main projects and i'm like i'll have a pair like i have a no. pair of rainbow boas like yeah like, Ray, i was gonna say boas are another thing that like great side projects yep. if you want something that's always gonna eat mm -hmm. that has size range if you want to get into the locality island stuff that stays mm -hmm. small or go as far as you know the large polka ground series and things like that but everything in between they're they're pretty dang tough yeah. um yeah but yeah that's also a slippery slope too because if you're like yeah. owen and i and you like variety yeah you like morphs you yeah. like localities yeah you like the history behind yeah how animals got into the hobby Weird boas yeah. dude oh boas are yeah, yeah i i firmly stay i am like with blinders on because owen i'm not mm. kidding you dude mm -hmm. if my trajectory into reptiles had started with me seeing like a big boofy headed like true red tail instead of a big boofy headed jungle yeah you things been a might different be different guy. yeah things might be different i <sighs> i'm constantly seeing like keith's photos yeah. and we produce some central well, no, american keith, stuff at work and i have to just shut it down i'm just like but, but keith mcpeak mm. has keith has gone around and he finds the best shit that he could possibly get <sighs> so his like, bows I are had, amazing. I had no goddamn desire for hog island bows oh don't Not even a oh he has the one. best he has Seeing hands down the his best. hogs are yes they are 
gorgeous. Hands down, some of the gorgeous. best. Gorgeous. And so, then and then you go down the the Chilabothrus route, exactly. you know. And then Rob grabs you under his wing, goes it's speaking of Chilabothrus. It's, it's it's like, and that's why I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to hide. I don't even want to get into the Madagascar boas. Like you know, it's well. Here's the, the thing. You know, here's my I, solution you know, for it all. I don't want to even do the Madagascar boas. I've been doing really good with the Madagascar hognoses. I don't want to dip into the other things that are in Madagascar. No. He's too afraid he'll be successful and You're pull him away from is. carpets. Don't worry, Owen. One day when the NPR Serpentarian is up, one, mm. all of the purchases for these said boas and things will be, be tax write-offs. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be part of the museum zoo collections. You well, don't actually dude, have I, to bring them home. I am the problem. That is. So the problem I have right now is that I I, I want Argentines, but oh, yeah. the issue that I will have is is that if I do what I normally do, and I grow them like I yeah. would normally do, uh, I'm going to run out of room very quickly, and yeah. then I'm screwed because then we have to make a decision whether we cut back on olives, we cut back on white lips, we cut back. Yeah, on that's teamors. true. Because that's where it has to go. It's got to go in the big place. So. Six six footers, yeah, six footers. Although cut back in the Kribo. Yeah. Do I mail you my Kribo and be like, fix these things? Like, not yeah. until I have a house, please. Exactly. So <laughs> it, that's the problem. So you kind of run into a bunch of stuff. So, um, we'll make it work. Now we got to figure something out. We'll, I mean, we'll do it. Trust me. I after two years of working in this warehouse and and getting the the run of it all and kind of understanding. What you need to do, it it is absolutely doable, a hundred percent doable. So yeah. we'll get there. It, it'll just be, it'll be a little bit more time. Uh, the Argentines are coming. That they're the Argentines are coming this year. Argentines so, are badass. So you are bringing some in, right? I am bringing some in. Yeah, nice. I have, uh, I have, yeah. uh, I have several connections. I will at least be getting a pair of Argentines yeah. this year. They're cool. The nice thing is they grow at a good rate where you're not like well, waiting forever, is, but they're big, man. But that's the problem is I'm sitting here and, and now I'm so used to bringing up a bunch of freaking, uh, colubrids where I'm like, I'm trying to slow grow false water cobra. That never works. Mm-mm. That is not something you can do. No, so, you have to keep up with them. Not the other way around. God. Um, so the Kribo are moving into six foot cages out in the side room. Cause nice. I got those new eight footers for the olives and things like that. Nice. Nice. So now I have these open, they're weird sized cages. They're like mm-hmm. four foot deep, but like three foot tall. It's weird. Whoa. But, cool. um, nice. Those, the false water cobras are going in there. So they will have room Sweet. to grow. That'll be perfect for those. And that opens up the cages that they're in, which are weird, kind of like two foot, like, you know, cages that kind of fit really nice where I put them. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably put something there. Don't know what. <laughs> so Figure it possibly out. my Baron's Racers if I get a boy this year. Throw a Govi in there, see what it does. And- no. No. <laughs> see what it does temp wise and see if there's, you know, some ideas that come from that. No, no, no. We're it, only shit that's in the house can go in those cages. We are not well, having ideas. <laughs> I mean, we're talking projects over here. These guys are saying projects. See, and this is this is the problem. If you're in if you're in herpticulture long enough, number one, you never have to worry about getting cages. They just fall into your lap. <laughs> like it oh, is. Oh yeah, just, we're all we're all supply hoarders. Oh my god, yeah. Um, number two, I I know enough people that I know exactly in my brain if I want a species who I call. Yeah, that is true. We are, like, we are. 
we are very well uh fortunate and connected to kind of know you know fingerlings it's of places good. it's six good. degrees of separation yeah. from everything well i what is it? i did call your bid call your broid this week and matt <laughs> most is there and he's like yep. so when you calling me for 100 flowers i'm like listen yeah yeah i don't call people until i'm ready to buy because True. i sell snakes and that pisses me off mm-hmm. so i haven't called you yet because i'm not ready i'm not ready because i can't be ready right now <laughs> like I, I am stopping yeah. myself could yeah. i yeah should i yeah <laughs> so yeah but I know that's that something feeling. else, man. I would love to get into hundred flowers. Ah, man, I'm telling you that that colubrid and boa itch. I'm just not gonna scratch. I'm just not gonna do it. I just don't have the space to scratch it until the NPR well, again, serpentarium. We can live is vicariously thing. through each other. Like I really want yeah. pop ones, but I'm not gonna do it because you have pop ones. It's fine. It that's kind true. of makes it makes the and that's something that Eric yeah. and I always did. It. I don't need this because you have it. And I yeah. can see what you do with it. And yeah. also, if I ever really, really want it, I'll call you. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Hopefully so, I produce them. If I do, I will hoard them all. I, If I ever get that's if I ever get my blackface white lip delay, it's going to be like, you guys can all look at them. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> These are mine now. Ugh. I might strong army for a pair at that point. Of blacks? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You want this hellion that's sitting right here next to me? All uh, I know you, is you after seeing after <laughs> seeing Lisa's, I'm I I get it. I get thank, it. Yeah, thank. I get it. She has exposed me to what adults look like. Yep. I have yep. seen sub adults. I have seen friendly. She she has a friendly male that she brings. My, my She's brought to really the shop, nice. and I'm like, yeah. this is amazing. And my he was an import really and nice. had like his tail chomped and all this shit. And he's a sweetheart. My female isn't even that bad. This thing. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. this girl. I don't know what you did to this to piss it off. but She started like that. She came out like that. You. Like, she oh came out like God. that. She was the only one of the group that was like, aha, I'm a white lip and I know it. Dear God. <laughs> I think I, I, I messaged her today and I'm like, you know, I, did, I think I did like the final payment. I'm like, here you go for that thing from the depth of hell that is in my house. Like, yeah, nice. it's but they're awesome species. I would love they're for them so to cool. breed. Yeah. So. She's uh without spilling too many beans. I think mm. she's going to have a repeat performance this year. So, um but yeah, I mean awesome. I mean again, it's it comes down to space. Like I'm right there with you, dude. You just have a lot more space to like when these things pass by, the opportunities land in your lap from the podcast. You're like, "Sure, I can fit that here." And I'm like man, I would love to, but that would mean I'd have to like get rid of these. Like somebody mm-hmm. asked if this mm-hmm. is going to be my first or my last year breeding rainbow boas. And I think about that every year and yeah, she's about to drop her fourth litter for me. Four. My bears are gross. <laughs> like four, that's four litters. And I, I've literally done it with my eyes closed and the babies eat the day they're born and they sell out so fast. Like, that, like you really need to decide, like that's a hard decision to make. And it's not even like, like yeah that that's an easy you know chunk of change every year they produce to rely on but like i do it because it's the only boa species i have and i remember falling in love with rainbows and that's why i still have them dominican red mountain boas i'll no no but see that's the thing like i can find the Did you freeze or did I freeze? Oh, even though there's so much time. So I don't know. They're just never enough time, never enough space for all the species to play with. 
Right. So I guess we'll just throw this out here. It's uh, how tactical handle are your Karanata? I mean, are we talking the... Uh, Not your one female. The Chinese King Rats? Or are we talking the Morella Karanata? Mm. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say the... We'll do both. Well, anyway. well, actually, I can see it going either way. We'll do this. both. Yeah. Chinese King Rats? No. <laughs> <laughs> they never stop. They're very mean. And they'll shit all over you. So, no. Nice. Uh, the Ruffies, I have two out of three that are handleable. Uh, my one male, who's the middle guy right there. And mm. then my one female, who's on the bottom right there. This girl at the top. No. She will rip your, <laughs> she will rip your goddamn face off. Um, just the way we like them. Which is weird because she's the one who might be gravid. So, I'm like, I would love to see what's going on in there. But I don't feel like bleeding because mm. they're just... I was it. I got her. I put her in quarantine. She was a little defensive and I went to check her out and she did the open mouth threat display. And I'm like, Oh, cool. I'll get she my the predator face. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> ow, that hurt. And that's good. Ah, God. So that was like, no. Yeah. She and oh, I have so a cool. thing where we leave each other alone and stuff like that. So one day I'm going to come over and I will hold her for you. I will take the bites she'll and then she'll, you. that's fine. And then eventually she'll get sick of biting me and turn and face you just long enough for you to get the photo that you've always dreamed of. I don't need it. I don't need it. I see it. But we'll, we'll make it a sticker or something. Yeah, right, right, right. So um, yeah. now I, I did see lots <laughs> between them this year, but I don't think anything's happening because she hasn't okay. gone into a pre-lay shed. And it's been several months since the yeah. lock. Um, and They're winter kinda, breeders. No, no, no. So th- is there in between spring, winter? The kind of weird, kind of spring, but she also arrived late. Um, oh, and then she sure. cleared quarantine, and I'm like, all right, let's give it a shot. Um, and also, he's like chilled now, like he's asleep on his rock shelf. So he's which, not, no, he's no, not pacing no. for like picking you, up you, signs. Look at look back at the old episodes that we used to do, like where he was just like up against the glass. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he wants something, but I can't figure it out. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's so um now we know next year i'll probably get uh i'll have two females ready because she's growing pretty quick um and uh then we'll actually be able to check off the roughies but that's another one where like these are mine mine i say the only person who can have some is eric and it's because i owe him but yeah i'm I'm not even gonna ask for them (laughs) the first time i held one and saw one in person was at uh at matt's house out there and that Mats are freaking beautiful. I mean, they're all beautiful, but like Matt's um Matt's pair, it's actually my boys' um siblings. I had the female that, that stripey ish. Yup, 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 Oh, I saw that and I was like, I need this. I want to make stripe roughies. I want to have this so badly. It was just <laughs> yeah, I I I yeah, I'm never gonna stop with the roughies. Just keep those are cool. More. They are mm-hmm. they're absolutely on my indefinite must yep. have list. Yeah. And yeah. one of those species, along with like you know the bread and butter Morelia, well, would probably never leave once they're here. Well, and that's what we keep talking about is like I got Eric and Rob to put off going to the Kimberly this year because I can't go. Yeah, I <laughs> so know. Good job. They had to push it off. Good job. And then next year, I'm hoping that I get my bonus and I'm able to just steal all that money from myself <laughs> like and not put it like useful things like the house like it's um, <laughs> and go with them to the kimberly because i i, I just want to have the chance yeah. like you know to see it um just be there if i see a ruffie in the wild i can die a happy man yeah um 
Because at this point, I've seen an Owen Pelly python. Might as well grab a roughie and call it a day. Yeah, while so, you're at it. I mean, they're yeah. 200 bucks over there, captive board and bread. So I wish that... to God they'd hit that price tag here. I'd have four teen. I only have three. I'm like, I don't, I'm like, I'd have four. I already have three, but I know I'd have like 14. I'd have, yeah. That'd be, that'd be cool. I would I have would, a lot I, of dude, them. They're really cool species. Like, I wish I should really get lights for those cages. Like, because I, I love them. They're awesome. Huh, yeah, those would those would do nicely with some uh, twenty inch LEDs. <laughs> okay, Dominican red mountain boas. How hard are they to get going? I would say that my problem is that the last time I had to get a litter going, it was a couple years ago, and I might not have be as well versed in getting weird shit to eat as I am now. Um, it sucked. It sucked. Um, but I did eventually get them all going just because of thawing out lizards in uh water or giving them live day geckos it, it just takes i think that was the beginning of the what do you want to eat i'll get it for you kind of a thing mentality i got going on so they were kind of weird they were kind of hard um but once they got rolling onto the rodents they rolled um it was very cool it, i mean they're, they're a cool species i sent my two breeding females out to a friend uh for breed loan and i think he lost his male so those two females just came back and then were immediately sent out to another friend's house who has a who has two males nice. so hopefully in the next year or two i'm gonna have just i'm gonna start getting more uh dominican red mountain boa babies so there's a lot of variety in their phenotypes i see some really dark my, stuff some really red stuff some really black like, stuff. yeah my female got a ton of black on her and just in the last year or so. So cool. they're a cool species, but that's all they are is they're a Haitian boa that sometimes yeah. can be red. It's um, interesting because I've heard so many stinky and not so positive things about them, yet I don't hear as many similar complaints about like the Cubans or the Puerto Ricans, even though they definitely they're all that, the goddamn same. They make that gooey, nasty, yep. taffy urate that it's, just drips and sticks and it's just because <laughs> it's just because Dominicans are available. Okay. So people have had the interactions and they suck. People have to try to get Jamaicans. Like people have to try yeah. to get some of the other Jamaicans stuff. Too. You have to have know you, a guy. Have you seen Puerto Ricans in person? Yeah. Robert. No, Pop Rob is Jamaicans, right? He has Jamaicans. They're the orange and black two-tones. The Puerto Rican ones literally look like they were carved out of black and gray stone. They're gorgeous. All of them are gorgeous. Similar so, similar body style and everything. Yeah. Fresh shed. They're like a rusty, chromish red, black iridescence. They're yeah. amazing. Every, all of them are gorgeous. But So you actually have to try. You actually have to like yeah. the species. You have to be into that shit. In which case, yeah. you know what you're getting into. So you're not mm. going to bitch about it. You've been trying to get these things. So Fair. Fair. That's hey, true. I like them point. just because, I, again, at the time, uh, so at the time when I got my Dominicans, um, a friend of mine got a call to come up and get to buy out a collection. And she gave me the list of everything that was potentially going to be bought. She's like, I'm going up there Saturday. Tell me what you want. And we're talking like 4.4 diamond pythons, 6.6 .6 rhino rats. Like I'm circling things and I'm like, get me this, get me this, get me this. Like I'll like, whatever it is, I'll get it. Just, just bring it to me. She shows up to my house with a box 
of 2.2 Dominican Red Mountain Boa. I'm like, what happened to everything else? Like, none of this was even, like, I didn't even circle those. And she's like, those are all that was left. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so I took them. And then <laughs> I think two and a half weeks later, the first female dropped a, a litter on oh, me. Oh, shit. And that's when I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And like, I had to try to figure out what I was doing. So that that first litter was mind-numbing. That was just fucking yeah, Trial by fire right there. Right. The second litter was only four babies, mm. and um, they were a little bit easier. Okay, and stuff like that. Um, I'm sorry, that that was the third. The third litter was four babies. Second go, do you, second go around or third go around? You think maybe it had to do with uh, you well, being a little more go prepared? Round, I, and... The third go around, I decided to send the babies out with the adults, and that was probably a mistake. But um, the second go round, I did not have that much trouble getting those things going. And those were, I think, 10 okay. um, babies. So it, it will get easier every time, I'll tell you that much. But yeah, I did I not enjoy having to keep a tank full of day geckos. Would I have done that this go round? Probably not, because my baby boy blonde hog came to me on gecko scented, on geckos and gecko scented uh, fuzzies. So it was literally offering him a gecko scented fuzzy and if he didn't take it i'd give him the dead gecko mm, mm -hmm. and i think three or four feedings and he started taking the fuzzies yeah you just and then eventually you slowed down we're just like it went from leaving a piece of the gecko on the fuzzy to thawing the fuzzy in the gecko water to not doing it at all and then yeah. eventually got him on rodents so yeah. shit that at one point i thought was really really difficult becomes easier because you you get used to it and you do it more often so yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. a lot of experience building that that just makes a little more tolerable plus also uh going into it knowing that it's less mm -hmm. traumatic or frustrating i guess right you know right yeah no yeah. that's fair yeah tricky feeders man it's like anteresia breeding I'm, them well, and getting eggs and hatching them is one thing well now I'm now I'm concerned because uh Chris Salemi sent me a, a bag full of gecko skin oh, for nice. the Mad Hognose. And the problem yeah. is is that I have uh triple the amount of giant mad hogs coming that I did last year. And then now we have the blonde that laid eggs, so it's like shit. Yeah, you're gonna need that shit. Um you know what you should get? They're actually mm. available. <laughs> you're gonna hate me for saying this they are available the uh the madagascan spiny tailed iguanas no thing, no like this no, big no no why would i do that to myself because it's an they naturally eat those eggs my buddy they're justin has some freaking fuzzy with knobbies because knob kale gecko skin what just wrap it with knob tail yeah, gecko skin dip it oh. in hot water and glue it on and yeah whatever no if that works great but just in case Thought I'd let you know. I'm not saying that they're a, natural not prey. Madagascar ecosystem downstairs. Okay. Uh, one food, day you shut will. The fuck up. One day you uh, will. <laughs> uh, would you keep Antaresia? I have before. I've had spotteds before. Yeah. And I'm a monster and got them far too large. And um, uh, I would not do it now. Melissa has bred Stimson's pythons before. Mm. So before uh. I think just fresh out of college, she had a pair of stimmies and they did lay eggs. And then I want to say she, I'm not sure if she got them going or not, but I know she did get a clutch of stimmies. So she has been saying that she wants to get another pair of Simpsons pythons um, to keep and breed. 
and I don't want her to do that because I don't want to have oh. to deal with Stimson's pythons um, or Stimson's pythons babies. Probably and, easier than the Mad Hog babies. No, but that's not that's there's a difference here. Okay, I chose those pains. <laughs> this, this is not you, you know she can't get Stimson's pythons and then breed them and then be like clean them. I, what? Like just because I'm head of husbandry in the Rogue Reptiles Incorporated. Yeah house does not mean that the chief medical officer gets to boss me around god damn it <laughs> so, <laughs> so oh, I, did, yeah. I, I did keep saying that um i don't i don't want her to talk to justin ever uh, because then yeah. she'll get a pair of stims and uh that's another that's another complex that i'm like mm -hmm. man i had my children i uh for a few years i, mm -hmm. I got a pair from andy grossman in like 20 16 i think mm. raised them up bred them in 2019 had a good clutch had a few babies take food right away and a few that taught me all these little tricks and things that i now know um and it frustrated the living hell out of me to the point where i ended up selling mm -hmm. uh the parents afterwards and then you know flash forward three something years later and and not only has my australian reptile uh infection grown but uh my confidence and experience has grown it, to the point where i'm like man i could literally fit the entire anteresia complex in, that in one rack, rack. <laughs> in that rack right there yeah have yep. a pair of everything and it would be like game over Well, that and i mean the prop and that the prop the thing is that why i probably won't jump into it is because eric has them all so if i want to see anteresia i'll go to eric's yeah and i'm okay with that so yeah course, i guess I'm it's sitting here and I'm like, you know, if I had an olive python egg and I let it dry out, I could put it in a pygmy python cage and it'll lay its eggs inside the <laughs> olive. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. So, yeah, it's I don't. one of those things that that one group is one of those groups where I'm like, yeah, I could let somebody else do it and live vicariously through them. But it's like almost well, and, close enough to carpets where I'm like, I, I could probably well, do that. Is, the problem is, is that we have such carpet mentality brains where I can't just get a pair of spotted pythons and call myself good. No, um, I, I, you know, spotted anthills, wheat belts. It's like Cape like, Yorks. Cape Yorks. Like, I, and that's what I was thinking. Like, some, I think they asked me, Pink on Call Breed, Call You Broid. They're like, why? They're like, you have all three Mad Hogs. I'm like, yeah. They're like, why'd you do that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> huh how did i not I had like, to. what do you mean <laughs> you so, don't yeah no i'm with you there man i'm a complete well, dude, the set kind of person well and that's eric kohler and i were talking this year about how he has um he has olive eggs i want to say he's water python eggs oh shit he's going and, for the liasses and then he bank, has huh? i think he's got a savu that's looking good and he's like dude i just want the mac to lay and he's like and the next year i can try the dunai and i'm like oh dude, damn That'd be awesome to lay them all out and stuff. He that, got but... into the Duns project too, huh? Good for oh, him. Oh yeah, yeah. Good He's got him. a pair. I just have a boy that is annoying as shit. I, so I'm dude, waiting the... for him to produce some Dunai so I can sneak in and grab like another. I'll probably grab another pair. I might even grab a trio. Just that whole four point two. That whole Duns project was such a blindside to me. I was like, "What is this species? What is this? Wait, it's almost gone extinct. Wait." You have a pair, you have a pair, you have, wait, you're breeding that you brought, wait, 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 well, we got to remember that. Wait, the, wait, 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 <laughs> well, what you gotta get, what you gotta get, what you gotta get pissed off about on my point is that I found the female 
that right. bred to bring right. Dunai back into the country. Right. Because she was listed as a Maclots Python female. And when I contacted the person, because again, it all goes back to me trying to figure out the fuck Maclots Python. Mm-hmm. So I contacted him and I'm like, well, like, let me see what's going on there. And it's just like, oh, it's a Dunn's Python. I'm like, all right, well, is it a like what it's a boy and he's like yeah i'm like i don't need a male and then kj heard me talk about that on the show called the guy had him resex it it's a female bought it brought it over yep cured it of it i think it had like mouth rot and a couple other things yeah it was in rough shape it was not good then sent it over to ryan like he nailed that down and then that's the breeding that brought dunai back or one of the breedings because then i think the following years well, that was the thing is the first year was Ryan had some Dunai that were old, and then KJ had this female. So Ryan's Dunai bred with KJ's. That's and then right. the next year, Nick had Dunai brought into the country and sent them to Ryan, and those started breeding. So now gotcha. Ryan and Nick have a good group going. KJ has his female back and has taken his babies that he split with Ryan. Mm-hmm. So KJ is going to have a group going in a little bit. Good for him. I know that uh, some people have pairs all over the place, like Kohler and a couple other people. So in the next couple of years, Jeff and Kendra, Jeff and Kendra. Um, why is the name escaping me right now? Warren Booth. I think he has mm, a pair. Mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. So it's going to in the next couple of years, you're going to start seeing Dunai pop up. That's fucking cool, man. Which is fine by me. So that's a great story. That's an awesome success story. It's going to be like ring pythons. They're going to be really rare. Everyone's going to want them, and then everybody's going to get them, and they're going to be like, whoop. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so. Which is a perfect segue Mm -hmm. into what Eric had uh, brought up as something he wanted to talk about today, although he's not Not here. He's preparing for Arizona. Which makes sense. You should Mm -hmm. pack and prepare. Um, well, the problem is, is that it's not just like a normal person where you can just like peace out and go. He now has to clean all his animals because he's leaving tomorrow, I think. So he, I'm sorry, he's leaving in two days, but he's got to clean all the animals, clean the house, make sure everything else is set and then um, get ready to go. So, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. especially with a collection like that. But so he was it sounds like he was listening to um, one of the more recent, uh, I think it was a snakes and stogies episode um, Mm -hmm. where uh, Justin and Phil were Mm -hmm. talking about uh, lists, waiting lists, all that good stuff. Selling. I, uh, the joys of selling. I refuse to do a wait list. Yeah. I refuse. so, So I, I, Eric was was it sounds like he wanted to maybe flesh out some of his thoughts. And I know you and I have. Yeah. Well, we've all um, talked about it from from time to time. Lucas experienced it producing those brettles last year. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no point a, of a wait list. Yeah. There is, and actually, I, I spoke with Rob from I used to work for nerd. Um, he said that he does not broadcast animals Mm -hmm. until they're ready to go so he'll post up the animals that are ready to be for sale 
And then he'd be like, oh, yeah, by the way, this clutch happened a couple months ago. Yeah. Oh, here's babies at the hatchlings. Oh, they're for sale. Because that's the only way. Because if you, the second you post up eggs, people are like, hey, what are you doing? Like, I mm-hmm. posted up the Mad Hogs. And people are like, are you selling any? Not not right now. They're um they're kind they're, of they're eggs. eggs. <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> they need they need some time. <laughs> like it is, you yeah. know, it's and also people seem to think where it's like, uh, oh, are you selling any? I don't know. Like, I don't know what's gonna come out of this stuff. I don't know what's gonna look like, you know, out of my Brisbane stuff. People are like, oh man, hit me up when you get some. Well, I, I I I'll let you know if I'm selling any. You'll be the first one. If you're a friend of mine and you say that, I'll, I'll, I will contact you. Yeah. I will let you know. But if you're a random person, like you got to understand is that first off, I choose what I'm keeping. Mm-hmm. Then I have those friends that ask me to contact them. Then I'll eventually let it hit, you know, the for sale market. If so it's gone left. through several people to get to there. Yeah. Um. And... I don't know because well, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Right. We all have lives. We're all talking to people on a daily basis to expect me to remember you. No mm-hmm. offense, but like I don't know you from Adam. Uh, that's not an insult to you, but I just talk to so many people. Like right. you really expect me in three and a half, four months plus time after the eggs have incubated for two months, babies have hatched, shed, and had enough time to become established on food which is like a six-month process right, by the right, way. right 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 you really expect me six months from this message to be like oh you know that one guy was uh really interested i'm gonna go message I, him and then they're like well that's why you keep lists and it's like yeah i'm gonna keep a list and then i'm still gonna reach out to you and if you respond you're not gonna be available or you yeah. don't have the money or you change your plans if or whatever and that's fine it, but that's if why you're asking about it, it you're ready to get it now and it's yeah. not ready now. So, like, I'll, 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 I bred the rhinos. Yeah. I posted up the pictures of them hatchling. I had a ton of messages. Mm-hmm. Everybody flooded my inbox. And then I got a couple that were ready to go. And I sold them and did all this stuff. And then I had one or two that I was thinking about holding on to. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I hit a couple things where I wanted to get a little bit of money to do some stuff. Yep. So I'm like, all right. I guess I'll sell, try to find you like, sell I'll, a pair of holdbacks. I'll sell a pair of holdbacks. So I started yeah. I started going down, I started going through my messages and just seeing like, hey, these are the I have I have two rhinos, they're available, they eat this, this is how much they are. Yes oh. or no? No, cool, no, cool, no, cool. I'm like, so every person that was dying for me to send them messages and send them a rhino was just like, nope, 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 nope. I'm like, cool, thanks, bye. Yeah, and that's how it literally. Goes. It was like, all right, well, then why am I even doing this? And I just sat back, and then someone messaged me. They're like, do you have any rhinos? I'm like, you're lucky day. Yes, I do. Like, it is just how it goes, where if they really care about the project, like, I'll tell people, this is when they will, this is when they could be available. Mm -hmm. Hit me up then. Because if I have stuff that's just about to get ready to get thrown on the website, Mm -hmm. and you message me, I'll let you know. Yeah. But you got to kind of dig a little bit. Like, you can't message me in june and be or, or like right now and be like hey how many babies do you have available I'm like i got stuff from last year everything that's available is on the website yeah so it's tough I, man it's, it's, tough. it's, it's the, hard i understand it there's like two paces going on there's the pace of, of like every week whatever's new whatever's trending and then there's the pace of what's realistic and the actual timeline of things mm-hmm. being ready and what's being produced and hatched and established and then when it's ready and 
I part of me wants to be understanding of like the the first time customer that's like never dealt with this before but the first mm-hmm. time customer usually will tell you they're like i don't know how this goes do you want and me to send money now or later and then yeah. they're super cordial and it's really easy to work with right and then they'll happily come back to you later the people that are just like bam 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 rapid fire with stuff they've they've bought at least one animal before because they probably hounded the shit out of the person who doesn't care eventually and I, uh, and that just makes it difficult for the people yeah. who produce things that we we've spent a lot of time and effort in just getting them to produce. And like, mm-hmm. granted, we're not like so attached to them that like, we need to like have follow-ups with wherever they go for the rest of their lives. But like, we, you know, don't waste our time. Don't be mm-hmm. disrespectful. And, and what you say and the effort you put into and the respect and the understanding that a customer puts into talking to us goes a long way. Cause if yeah. somebody hits me up and was like, Hey, keep me in mind. I don't know if you do messages or, or lists or whatever. What's the best way to stay in tune with things? And then you give them that, like, hey, I don't just, do lists. Just, just follow I don't do the this. social media, man. Yeah, and then just, just follow just, the social media. If yeah. I have any, they will be ready by yep. this time. Drop yep. me a message then, and then I will tell you. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. They're not. They're not going. Didn't get any eggs. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of close. Or hey, yeah, I got one ready this is how much it is but yeah. don't don't do that and then when i say hey yeah they're ready this is how much it's going to be don't fight me on it like don't mm-hmm. don't be like well i was thinking about doing this good for you yeah. bye um yep. i i put up a ton of things on more for market because i'm trying to get rid of some of the kids from last year before the new sure. kids hatch sure and i've had great some great interactions like yeah. I, but i had this one where they messaged me on the cheapest snake on, on the most expensive snake that i had most expensive snake and they're like i want this i'm like okay it's gonna it's gonna cost this much for shipping well can i send you a deposit i'm like yeah you can do 50 percent now and then you got two weeks to pay it off and then we have to set up shipping well actually i was really interested in this one cheapest snake i have listed and i'm like uh-huh can i send you a deposit no yeah <laughs> like, that's when you I don't, know I don't, what's I don't, up i don't do deposits for things under 500 dollars total because Which is fair yeah and i'm like and that's that i think is fair because you went from trying to pick an animal that would have been i think like it was like 600 bucks including shipping breaking that down into two like 300 payments fine cool all day but now you're taking a 200 dollar animal <laughs> and you're breaking it down into two payments like i yeah so that that doesn't give us as a seller any confidence that one you can actually afford the animal and two that you can afford to feed it and house it afterwards so just draw a line but yeah as far as lists go i've never kept lists i tried i tried it too and it's too much work drives me insane so too much work if you actually keep track of it and you go through it and things are ready and then you go down that list you are going to be so disappointed in how much yep. time and, and energy you wasted in those people that you thought actually cared about the amount of time and energy you're putting in there. And um, just as a courtesy, you'll yeah. go down a list of 30 freaking people. Right. And you've told number 29 that I'll put you on the list, but uh, you know, you're, you're number 29 well, and, and there's 13 babies and 
what happens? Lo and behold, they're the first one to commit on one. Like, come on. Well, and that's the problem where I've had, like, I have friends who've bred animals before, like who have yeah. a clutch of salves or water monitors or this and the other thing. And they have a, a, a huge list. Yeah. And what they do is they make this list. And what they do is they sit down and they go, this is what's available. This is how much it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I want a boy. Too bad. Next. Yeah. Like, you, like you, you, you buy it now and take it no questions asked and then there's and then that's it if you pass on it you pass on it and then you're no longer on the list like and then they just keep going down and they go through like 40 people before they finally get to somebody who's going to take baby number one and they're willing to do that i'm not it's the reason like when i was building my website uh my sister helped me build it she's like well we'll do this thing where they can purchase the animal by clicking i'm like no 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 they need to have a conversation with me first like i don't there's no i need like she's like well that'll speed up the process i don't want to speed up the process yeah i need to talk with some people i need to discuss some things because yeah then you're just gonna be giving out refunds to this exactly pissed off people all day no it's it's one of those things where like it, it that's why i always say like if you're not ready to buy it don't 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 contact right just money have be ready if yeah it, it, and there's nothing wrong with asking for a payment plan or to break something in half if sure. it's an expensive animal that's yeah there's nothing wrong with that but yeah there's also nothing wrong with the seller saying no <laughs> like it's yeah that's their not, right that's yeah, their they right can, they can Bottom line. no and, and like you know let's put it this way if somebody else is chomping at the bit for the snake and you come out with like hey can i break up the payment plans they're gonna say no. Don't expect that animal to be there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. If you really want it, commit. And and right. if it's not there, then that is what it is. It's it's the name of the game. But I will say, if you want to build good rapport with a breeder, start off on the right foot. You, I've got uh, I don't know how many folks that'll buy snakes for me that I'm like, I'll work with you, whatever you need, because. Yeah you spent money with me you've yep. been cordial you've been awesome you've been yep. flexible and that first or you know first and sometimes even second transaction was as seamless as could be yep. no questions asked like very gracious and at that point they're yep. like hey man i really want this but i've got this coming up and and this and that and i don't want to waste your time yep. i understand you've got to take offers and this and that but you know if you're interested i would like to put a deposit down and for those people Mm-hmm. all day i all will day. Yep. absolutely do that all uh, day but if i've never done business with you and you're like can i, I get a discount you, yeah. no shipping throw a deposit down on a 150 dollars snake you're lucky no. if i respond and yeah. that's not an ego that's not an arrogance thing time is money right time is money these animals put they they cost a lot of money to feed take care of it's it's our it's our lives work i'm not wasting We're very your passionate time. i'm about not wasting it. your time don't waste mine exactly and, and it's and, not it's not a money thing it's not an inanimate object yeah. thing it's a respect thing well let's put it this way i i had one guy who bought uh two carpets off of me or some of that and he said he was interested in rhinos mm-hmm. i let him know when the rhinos were ready yeah i had one dude who bought two carpets off of me and he's like i want to get an olive i'm like all right fine hook you up with an olive like yeah. that's that's how it goes if you if you come back or if you if you are a customer and are interested in something, I'll let you know when it happens because I'm going to remember you. But if you are a random person off the street, don't expect me to remember that. Now, if you are a random person off the street, I'm going to tell you again, this is when they will be available. Just just hit me up then. Keep an eye on the social media stuff. Follow yep. the things. I will let yep. people know when they're available. 
and just message me when they're ready. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Now, I had one guy who asked me about rhinos because somehow my name appeared on a rhino breeder thing, which I hate. <laughs> like, God, it's annoying. Um, Dude, I get tagged in rainbow breeding groups. I'm not even a oh part my of. God. So, <laughs> guys, like, do you have any rhinos? I'm like, I don't know if I have any rhinos soon. She's she hasn't laid her eggs yet. If she does lay eggs, babies are not going to be ready till freaking August. Like, I mean, even then, like right now, uh, she's going into a shed and that's probably her prelay. So yeah, after she has late. it uh, 10 days after that, she'll lay the eggs. Then like 60 days later is when they'll be there. And then I have to get them going, which yeah. can take a while for rhinos. Yeah, we're already I, several months in at this right, point. These, these things are probably not going to be for sale till October. Yeah. So, no, I won't have any. The dude hissed me up. I think two weeks later, got any rhino eggs yet? I I don't think you know how this works. Like it is like <laughs> I don't think you understand what's happening here. Like and I, and of yeah. course I want to just start like it. You write like an email and then you delete it and then you write yep. an email and you delete it and you're like, mm-hmm. sorry, no rhino eggs yet. Send like it's. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you do the whole thing of like this is how long they take to lay this is how long they take to you know hatch and this is how long they take to get them feeding you just delete it and just go no rhino eggs yeah like yeah not yet yeah 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 Yeah. it's it's the nature of the beast and to a degree people i have rhinos to a degree don't tell people (laughs) i have anything okay there's nothing going on here pay no attention on the other network behind the curtain we're gonna blame it on the other network I will. It's easier that way. We're going to war now with the Herpticulture Network. Yep. I didn't Justin want it. started this. But they started it. Yeah. We'll um, them too. As pertaining to rare or high demand or high value species like diamonds in Sanzinia, I'm sorry. I, I don't change my approach. You know, with those high value, rare, in-demand species, if you want that shit, You'll keep you better you better know where the hell that is before you even yeah. have the cash before it's even ready because again, if you if don't high, you're sleeping i'm right. sorry and if it's again if it's a high value species like sanzinia like everybody is like just shut up everybody is like i want green sanzinia but like if you think matt and keith are gonna let any of those go when that you're litter comes eyes balls you you are you are high yeah. Like they have to get at least four or five liters deep before they let some of that shit go. So mm-hmm. in which case, yeah. again, why, if you are really interested in diamond pythons, you have a set money, you have set money aside for diamonds. You're ready to go with diamonds and you've contacted the breeder. You're, you're talking to them. You know when to expect the diamonds. And then you're going to follow up with them when the eggs are laid and be like, Hey, there's nothing wrong when eggs are laid saying, Hey, when do you think, or even when eggs are hatched, because everybody's going to put up a post when eggs hatch. Sure, hey, yeah, it's exciting. When do you think I could contact you when these guys are ready? Because oh, most yeah. people are going to say two months, three months, something like that. Yeah. You hit me up in two months. Yeah. And then follow through. If you hit up a breeder in two months and say, hey, I know we talked back then when you got the hatchlings. Are there any ready yet? They're probably going to be like, yeah, no, they're not. Or, hey, I got two i got a pair that's eating like crazy yeah this is how much they're gonna be and 
that's that's your chance. There's you, nothing wrong with that. I think that. that's a great There's approach. Nothing wrong with that. I think that's a great approach because yeah. you're not badgering the breeder and you're right. following through on what you said. And as long as you're just polite and like, look, just pay. Hey, I'm really up like we talked about. When should I? When should I contact you? Yeah, that's gonna stick out in their mind. They're yeah. gonna remember that. You're gonna be the first one they reach out to, or voluntarily to probably. Like, and that's the thing. Which is like, if I'm like, say, if something hatches, like right now, I got um. I got I got the jungles right now. They just hatched. Mm-hmm. If somebody says, "Hey, I'm really interested in a pair of jungles," all right, eh, hit me up in two months. Yeah, give me give Perfect. me two months to figure out what's going on. Perfect. Figure out what I'm keeping, what's eating, whatever. Just hit me up in two months. Yeah. And then if you message me in two months and say, "Hey, I'm just following up the jungles now," number one, you listen to directions. Number two. I know you're interested. You want these things. So, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I, I know I'm going to have some that are already eating yeah. that I don't need to take care of anymore because they're freaking eating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a quick couple quick cell phone pics, send them to you and be like, what do you want? Yeah. And then grab them. If you yeah. don't grab them or if you try to do like a back and forth with me now, wh- why am I putting up with this? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, if you're somebody new and I've never dealt with, I, my patience threshold does have a limit, and it's not to be rude, but like you start making this a two day transaction just to figure yep. out if you're even interested. I, you're gonna see my response time dwindle. Um, but if you're like, "Yep, two months in, okay, boom," and then two months comes, like, "Yep, okay, cool, here, boom, 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 here's money, mm-hmm. boom, figure it out, whatever you need." Yeah, I'm yeah. flexible with shipping. Okay, whatever you want. Like that's. Obviously, from our perspective, the ideal customer. Now, obviously, life is what it is. Situations are what they are, and there's some Mm -hmm. flexibility. We're not sitting here saying we're not flexible with that, and breeders aren't going to be flexible. But Mm -hmm. most of us still have full time jobs. You do too. We we got to have a little bit of little bit of communication, a little bit of understanding. But you need to you need to trust us a bit, and and that's that's a hard thing to do if you've never done it before. That's where the research into the breeder comes in. That's where knowing what you're buying and who you're buying from comes into play. And 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 it'll all work out. And then as soon as you you do that first transaction with us and everything goes great, from that point on, we remember you. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you about the horror story of what stopped me from doing lists. Oh boy. And it was when I got my first pair of blackface white lip. Oh boy. Somebody found out I had the pair. And requested that I put them on their on a list for eggs. To which I said, they're juvies. Like they're they're I'm not even trying. And they're like, I really want to be on the list. I'm like, fine, I'll like I'll put your name down. Literally opened up a word document, put the dude's name and contact information down. Cool. Couple months later, I got another pair of blackface white lip adults at this point. Dude hit me up again, asked to be on the list. I said, all right, but I I, I mean I'm trying to breed, but I, I don't really know what's going on. I don't know what's gonna happen in here. I'm like, you should probably contact like Ryan Young and a couple other people. Like, I'm just trying here. Request to be on the list. I'm like, okay, fine. You're, dude, you're on whatever list I got. And then a week later, contacted me again. Week later, contacted really? me again. Yep. Oh, Jesus. Week later, had a female family member contact me to make sure that he was on the list. Week later, made up a fake email to contact me but then kind of slipped up to make sure that i was he was on the list so literally just banging every week to make sure that he was 
going to be first in line for blackface wet lip. Of course, I I now have 2.2 pair juveniles and my first pair of adults. And I have never produced these things. And I tried explaining it to him a million times. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to remember that name. Blacklist your ass. I was just... Uh, and who I think at one point he's like, "Are you even going to produce any?" I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Will you chill the fuck out? So yeah, it was, that's it was awful. bad, dude. But that's like, and that's awful. it. Since then, I'm just like, no, you come yeah. to me. Which yeah, I, I that's how the market is these days. Demand is higher than supply. That's how I it have. Works. I have literally sold more animals by taking cell phone pictures and throwing them on my instagram and being like why is still here and people are like oh shit and then they just buy it yep so yep that's how it goes these days is out right (laughs) finkel and einor finkel and einor finkel and einor (laughs) yeah it's uh it's it's tough uh it's not a disrespectful thing it's just that's just the way it works it's just easier to i mean Gotta think about what's worth the other person's time. You gotta be right. considerate about other people's time. You right. do that, you'll be successful. Right. And Period. also, like, you know, don't don't just message like hey, and then like not and then yeah. like question mark. I'm like, no, 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 no. Tell me what you want. Like, I don't need to because like listen, if I, I I'm working most of the days and yeah. stuff like that, and I will respond to every email when I can, I will me- respond to every message when I can. But if it's just hey. And then nothing. I don't know what you want, and I don't know. I and I don't know if you <laughs> want to just shoot the breeze. You want to talk snakes, whatever. If you want to talk snakes, that's fine. Shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to talk about. But like, I, I have to try to do something here. So yeah. And also, if you just want to shoot snakes, don't expect me to respond as quickly as if you're trying to, you know, other stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. I mean, that's the that's the confusing and convenient part of text messages and digital messages. You can send me messages all day. I'll get back to you. It doesn't mean I'm not busy. Right. Because I can quickly just fire something off and put it away. Um, so, right. yeah, a little, little bit of understanding goes a long way. Try and think of what the the position the seller is in and, yeah, and, and just be considerate. I'd also say as a seller, don't be a dick. Like if somebody yeah, has a fair. question – yeah. If you have questions, I will respond to your questions as best as I can. Yeah. And if I'm working, I'm going to try to respond to them. And it may sound like I'm being short. Trust me, I'm not. I'm just trying to answer your questions and then keep doing what I'm doing. Like, I'm just going yeah. to try to We're just tell juggling. you what's up. Like, yeah, just juggling a lot. I got no problems answering as many questions. You have people are like, I'm sorry for all the questions. No, it's fine. Yeah, Ask away. I will answer them. That's yeah. what we got. Nothing That's, wrong with that. Nothing I, wrong I, with I that. feel better if you ask questions. Um, now, like, there's a teetering edge to that. Like, if you're like, so what kind of snake is it? Mm. <laughs> if it's something that you can Google in 30 seconds, don't bother people about it. If also, it's something that takes some more subtle nuance and understanding, that's fair. Right. But it's like asking me what snake it is after you're inquiring about buying it. Bad for. I don't, I don't like it. That that's, that's reptile show bullshit. Like, that's, that's that's the keep it walking. I'm gonna go talk to somebody else type right, shit. Yeah. Right, you yeah. don't come up to me at a which I've had happen. I've had people walk up at a reptile show. What kind of snake is this? It's an olive python, like a retic? No. <laughs> like, yeah, 
No. Yeah, you you can suss out the people you don't Please want to no. be selling animals to within the first sentence. They can give I you. hold it? No. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's actually a it's a it's a good skill for the retail end of things to be able to, you know, discern who knows what they're talking about and who doesn't. Well, and also, you also want to make sure that you're not. The problem also is that some people are just itching to buy something. Yes, and it's an impulse. A, right. If you have a hundred dollar baby python that drips into the, like their impulse buy stuff. And, and sometimes that's not something you want to buy as an impulse. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. My boss is very, very vocal in that the animals come first. We will turn down a sale happily in order to make sure an animal does I, not go to the wrong household. That's not going to take care of it appropriately. I, I turned down some kid at Hamburg came up to me. He's like, I want to buy this. I'm like, you are 10. <laughs> like, <it's> like <laughs> I'm like, I am fine. Just, um, uh, I mean, you, you can go do that, but like, you got to bring a parent over here to kind of. Yeah. That's the other thing. That. It's weird talking to kids. I'm like, you're, you're like nine. Does your dad know you just asked to buy a beaded lizard from me? Like what? Yeah. 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 No, it's, 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 uh, an interesting time these days everything's so available and accessible yeah, so you can just gotta think empty. about it a little bit more so but yeah Doom. it's empty it sucks i know all this stuff downstairs empty can <laughs> rattle most i know well that's all i had for today i don't know I if a, there was anything I think that's burning a, in your noggin yeah does anybody else have any like questions they want to throw at me and riley or anything else like that before we get out of here yeah and I if it, now quickly before i lose interest and and if not if you think of something later feel free to throw it on the uh on the facebook page and the instagram mm -hmm. eric's been doing a full frontal assault on that lately um so yeah all we're we're trying to make a big push to get a little more um audience involvement with some of the question stuff and yeah, so yeah if you guys got questions throw always if you guys have any questions, always throw them out to Eric or anybody, uh, info yeah. Morelli, Python radio .com. Um, you can also throw them out for things like carpets and mm -hmm. coffee or when Eric mm -hmm. and I do shows with just me and him, it's one of those things where, um, uh, it's, it's a way to kind of clear it. It's a good way to kind of talk to stuff and we want to know what you guys want to know. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. even if we don't have the answers, we'd love to try to find somebody who can help. So, yeah, because it'll go yeah. into the email and it'll we'll end up talking about it and figuring it'll it out. And if else. it's not something that we can address, then it'll be something that's like, oh, maybe we should make an episode of this. And then it'll spiral into getting you the answer one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So the whole point of the network is to to have as much reach everywhere as possible to just be a resource in as as many ways as possible. So I would yeah. say that the way to approach the OG breeders is to just be just send a message and just kind of chill mm -hmm. about it you know yeah. be yourself uh, be respectful yeah, you gotta understand man, it we were all at one point brand new newbies to this fucking thing 100%. and i'm never gonna take a newbie's head off like 100 the people whose head i takes off are people who should know fucking better <laughs> like yeah, it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a, it's a tough thing and and as as it don't always you know if somebody does blow up on you maybe maybe that breeder has forgotten that you know, I, there's I, a little bit of patience that needs to be because everybody yeah, starts just, somewhere. So if you're interested in something, just just shoot a message and just yeah. talk about it. Now, if you want to just talk snakes, I would recommend not replying to a for sale ad 
because <laughs> yes, that's kind of a dick move. So yeah. if you just want to talk shop, find out how to message them, find out how yeah. to email them, just send become them friends. Yeah. Exactly. If yeah. you want to talk, if you're legit interested in a snake, just message them, talk yeah. about the snake and just understand that if they, they're going to try to accommodate you, but if, if it's a bridge too far, then it's a bridge too far. And sure. that's, then it's just not in the cards and just contact them later. So yeah. Or join the Patreon, and then you could submit some questions. Join and on we're for those here all the typical, time. yeah, those Monday, <laughs> those uh, monthly uh, private streams, yep. and get yourself involved in all the good stuff that we're doing here and all that yeah. growth. So yeah, there's there's so, plenty of options. We'll help you. Yep. So I guess we'll do a quick history thing or what's coming up soon, and then we'll bail. Yeah. Um, Eric is in Arizona uh, next week, so NPR is going to be uh, the episode we recorded with Mike Curtin coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric's probably going to miss there's probably not going to be a carpets and coffee next week we might do one with me and the interns but we'll see mm-hmm. how that plays mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, I know Eric is going to do the episode of us hanging out with um, <laughs> never um, <laughs> he's going to be swimming in it swimming in it it's gonna be great <laughs> um so uh we're going to uh do an episode of eric's trip to arizona so keep your eye peeled for pictures and stuff that comes up nice, nice. uh and then when eric gets back the week following uh i'm going herping in the pine barrens with Woo-hoo. uh mike Curtin, jason balen eric kohler and a couple other guys nice so that'll be cool nice so, film uh, that that'll yeah, be sick yep yeah, yeah. we'll see what goes on that um and then uh we'll see and then eric and i are going to go looking for copperheads and some rattlesnakes on our own so that'll be cool um and i think that's it for right now so keep your keep your you know eyes peeled and tuned for whatever ends up happening on this one um Mm -hmm. and uh uh yeah uh, also go to the teespring store check out all the cool stuff we got there we have these really cool stickers that are out now that i need to get some because eric slapped them on his water bottle and now i'm insanely oh, jealous yeah. <laughs> um, it's I'm, I'm gonna log in and like order one of each <laughs> I, I need to i need to so yeah. um there are those also rogue merch eb morelia stuff all the carpet fest stuff we're starting to get some things together to do some new merch and stuff like that so that'll be all there uh, please join the Patreon stream to contribute to NPR. If you join the Inland tier, you get to come with us and hang during the uh, monthly live streams, and you get to get NPR episodes early. Yeah. So before they're introduced, like right now, I think the Mike Curtin episode is available for patrons. So if yep. you are a Patreon, you get to get that early. So definitely jump on that. Um, if you have any questions, please hit us up at info at MarylandPythonRadio.com. Uh, you can follow all the uh, podcasts on the channel at MarylandPythonRadio.com. You can check out all the social media. Um, I'm Rogue underscore Reptiles on Instagram, and Riley is whatever the hell Riley is. An alien! Good enough. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that is all we have, everybody, for t- tonight so we'll catch everybody next time goodbye people say goodbye to the people Riley. goodbye to the people officer doofy good job